Welcome to the What's Really Up podcast, an unfiltered podcast where we're keeping it real about the challenges of life. I'm your host, Brianna Hobson. Now let's get to it. Let's shake some shit up now. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of What's Really Up. Thank you so much for tuning in. It's your host, Brianna Hobson. So let's get this show on the road and shake some shit up, shall we? So for today's episode, I wanted to talk about perfectionism. And a lot of us are struggling with perfectionism. So of course, you know, I wanted to start out with a quote. And today's quote is, perfectionism impedes improvement. Progress over perfection. Perfectionism impedes improvement. Progress over perfection. And the reason that I wanted to talk about perfectionism today is because this is something that I have been struggling with for a while. And when I say a while, I mean since I was a little kid. And when I really think about a story in which I kind of find that this perfectionism started, is I'll take myself back to when I was a child and I have two sisters, one older, one younger. So I am a middle child. Middle child operating as the oldest, I like to say, but anyways, I'm a middle child. And so what I noticed a lot is that, of course, my younger sister, she was the baby. So, you know, the baby needed attention. And then my older sister, she was the oldest. So she was the one that was kind of going through things first. She was the one that was kind of opening the doors. And my parents were kind of like, you know, figuring out how to react to it. And so what I noticed is that, you know, with the attention on my older sister and my younger sister, I found myself playing the middleman and kind of feeling a little bit invisible. But almost more so than invisible, I didn't want to do anything to kind of, I guess, be a burden on my parents or make them kind of need to check on me because I recognized how busy they were with my other siblings. And another thing to note is that I was always very mature, very responsible. And so I noticed at a young age, like, okay, you know, mom, she's tired after work today. Let me make sure that I get, you know, everything done and that I'm staying out of trouble because I don't want to cause her to be any more tired than she already is. Another thing was that my dad was extremely strict. And so I did almost everything possible to kind of stay out of the way of his wrath. And so as I conditioned myself to kind of, you know, stay under the radar, do anything, everything right. What I also started to recognize is that it almost is like my standard of, I guess, my parents noticing me or giving me appreciation started to become higher and higher and higher. So it eventually started to become like, okay, you know, getting good grades that at first was like, oh, okay, you know, wow, good job, Brianna. And so I really appreciated them telling me good job or, oh my gosh, I'm so proud of you. And so I wanted to do things that would get that reaction because again, you know, I was kind of in the middle, almost kind of staying out of the way. So the attention wasn't really on me a lot. And so when the attention was on me, I wanted it to be good attention. And what I realized is that I was conditioning myself to not make mistakes essentially, because if I made a mistake, it was, you know, I'm so disappointed or it was a reaction that I just, I did not like. And so of course, you know, as I kept getting good grades, then good grades started to become, 
you know, that's what you're supposed to be doing. And so I almost had to, you know, go further than getting good grades and had to get like an 105 on the project and show them like, hey, look, I got an 105. And so as I began to grow older, it was almost kind of upsetting because I started to notice that, you know, with my sisters, they didn't have the same conditioning. So, you know, if one of my sisters, she got, you know, her first A out of the school year, it was hoo hooray, oh my gosh, let's celebrate. But for me, it was like I had to be, you know, Albert Einstein solved the cure for cancer to get an applause because that was the standard I was setting for myself. And so I really had to condition myself to get out of this because as I started to get older, it became detrimental for me. And what I mean by it becoming detrimental is that it almost got to the point where I was negative self-talking myself so bad that I had become my own worst enemy. And what I mean by becoming my own worst enemy is it wasn't okay for me to make mistakes. Even if nobody else was saying, you know, Brianna, I'm so disappointed or how could you do this? I was starting up with myself before that could even happen. So whenever I made a mistake, I immediately went into, oh, you're so stupid. You're so dumb. How could you miss that? Or even if I had a group project and maybe it was my group member that made the mistake, then it was, oh, you're so stupid, you knew that they weren't putting in their weight, you should have done something before. Even getting to the point where it almost felt like it wasn't okay for me to not be productive. I mean, I remember even at times sitting down watching TV and not being okay to be able to just sit there and watch the TV. I had to pick up a book and read a book simultaneously, or I had to research something or work on something else while I was watching TV because it wasn't okay for me to just be unproductive. In my eyes, this was something that was just horrible. Like I was a lazy being. I was a bum just sitting on the couch doing nothing. And I actually want to share with you guys a journal entry because as I look back on my journals, it's something I like to do. I really love to look back and see, you know, how far I've come or the things that I've changed. And this journal entry honestly really caught me because it speaks to exactly what I'm talking about. So I'm going to take a moment to read this to y'all. And it says, my perfectionism stretches to everything around me. My expectations are so high for everything. Why? When I really look inside myself, I am consumed with all the bad, the negative, the awful things people have done to me. But why? Why am I not consumed with the lessons, the blessings, and the gratitude I have for God's navigation? My mind is so negative. Why does it always want to go against me? Did I train it to be this way? Who the fuck knows? What I do know is that I'm so tired of being consumed by the unreal. I'm tired of pressurizing my head until explosion based on what others have to say. I'm tired of it all. I still feel so lost. What do I do? I feel exposed and it kills me to feel like I don't have it all together. But I don't have to. I don't always have to have everything together. At what point will I re recognize that? All of the challenges in God's world. I don't have to be perfect. And so when I read this journal entry, it kind of takes me back to a point of pain that I was feeling at that point. And, you know, I'm always open to being vulnerable. And so at that point, I had honestly fell into a depression and a low. Because for me, I have given myself such a timeline 
since I was literally like seven years old of everywhere that I wanted to be, everything that I wanted to do, things I needed to have accomplished. And the pressure of this timeline began to eat me alive. I mean, I used to say 25, I need to make sure that I'm a millionaire so that by 26, I can have my husband and by 27, I can have my kids. And so when I look at myself and I'm like, you're broke as shit. You have no damn man. You don't even have an idea of a man. That means that you can't have your children. You're nowhere close to these deadlines. All of that pressure I was putting on myself because of these imaginary deadlines were making me feel so empty, almost like I wasn't accomplishing anything. And what I had to retrain myself is that I had to be okay with letting go of control, with dancing with the way of life. And I'm not going to lie and say it was easy because it absolutely was not. I mean, I am the person that wakes up in the morning. I need to have my bed perfectly made. I need to, you know, be doing something productive. I need to be figuring out new ideas. I need to be inventing something. And there was so much pressure that I was putting on myself. It got to the point where if I read a book and I did not finish a whole chapter, I was talking shit to myself like, oh, you lazy bum, you only read two pages. Or it's like I had to get to that chapter. And so I began to start sitting in the space of it's okay. And almost what I like to call the it's okay era is where I was retraining these negative thoughts that I had in my head. And I almost like to call this also reparenting the inner child in me. Because for so long, it was my natural ability to just talk down on myself. I mean, it was literally so hurtful at times that I would make myself cry because the only thing was in my head was, you're such a disappointment, you're so lazy, you're such a bum, you're not doing anything right, you're never gonna get anywhere. And all of this was so untrue, but it was so hard for me to convince my mind that this wasn't the case, that it was almost unbearable. But I think, as I go back to this journal entry, and one thing that really stood out to me is why am I so, so consumed with the negative, the awful things, but why am I not consumed with the lessons, the blessings, and the gratitude I have for God's navigation? And that, to me, is probably one of the biggest parts of this lesson, is that when I began to celebrate my wins, when I began to celebrate the blessings, the gratitude that I have and changing my perspective and not always thinking, you know, you're so dumb, you all you're doing is being lazy, but rather you've worked so hard, you deserve to take a break. Or you know what? I'm actually happy that you made that mistake because now you know what not to do when it comes time to turn it in. Now you know a different approach to take. And when I changed my perspective and I started to challenge those negative thoughts that I was having to myself, I saw a shift. And I'll be honest and say that for a while I went through a depression, I went through a low because I started to antagonize myself so much. And I started to become this feeling because, and especially as me being somebody that's always so happy and always has a smile on my face, I did not even know that at some times my smile wasn't even real. I had literally put this mask of perfectionism on and I had made myself think you have to be happy. You have to have it all together. That when it came down to the time that I didn't have it together, I didn't want anybody to see. And so when I walk into work, I always, you know, walk around the office and say, hey, everybody, good morning, good morning, good morning. I have the biggest smile on my face. 
And so when I got to the point where I was low and I was unhappy, I beat myself up so bad because I felt like the office was depending on me to give them that good energy, to give them that juju. And so when I was walking into the office, I was having a pep tech with myself in the car and I was putting that pressure on myself again. You know, put your smile on, put your face on. And it was so hard sometimes to, to smile and know that behind that smile, I wanted to cry my eyes out because I was low. I was depressed. I was feeling like I didn't know shit. I was feeling like I didn't know anything. I didn't have my life figured out. But I wanted to so bad portray this image that that's what I was putting out into the world. But I had to sit with myself again and I had to recognize that it was okay for me to not be okay. And when I sat with the feeling of me being okay with not being okay, I became nicer to myself. And I began to say, you know, Brianna, it's okay that you're not having a good day. And then I was able to be honest with my coworkers and say, you know, hey guys, you know, I'm, I'm having a shitty morning. Don't mind me. I can't give you, you know, my laughs and my energy like I, I usually do. I'm not feeling the best right now. And so that was something that was important to me as well, because it was something that, again, was so, so that was hurting me so bad. It's like every time I put on the mask, I slept, I stepped almost like even like a level lower. And when I say that I fell into this depression and this low, I'm talking about I was low. I was always in my room. I was tired all of the time. I was sad. I didn't know why I was sad. Sometimes I would go in my car at lunch and cry. I didn't know why I was crying. Even that to me was something that I had to be okay with because as a happy person, it is extremely hard for me to be sad. I had to figure out how to deal with the emotion of sadness because I never let it come out. When I was sad, I put it in a closet. I locked it away and I moved on. But eventually my closet got so full that I couldn't close the door anymore. And when I couldn't close the door anymore, I would have this feeling of I would just melt and I'd be in tears and I would be crying and it's this volcano that erupted. And so what I had to recognize is stop putting the damn clothes in the closet. Don't put them in there. Set them out on your bed. Try them on. Look at the mirror. And so I had to recognize it's okay for me to be sad. Not only is it okay for me to be sad, but it's okay for me to sit in that sadness. If I want to listen to some sad music, watch a sad movie, if I want to cry, if I want to scream at the top of my lungs, it's okay. And I had to be okay with not being perfect. And as I go back to the quote at the beginning where I said, you know, perfectionism impedes improvement, it does. Because what I also began to recognize is that if everything is perfect, if everything goes perfectly fine, there would never be a journey. We would go from start to finish. And I had to recognize that there is so much beauty in the obstacles that are being thrown our way. And I even say, you know, thank you to 2022 because I'd be lying if I said that 2022 wasn't one of the hardest years of my fucking life. I mean, I cried so much it's 2022 that I honestly cannot believe it. But what I also can say is that I'm so thankful for 2022 because 2022 prepared me for what is to come in 2023. It changed me as a woman. It changed me as a woman because the obstacles that I was faced with were things that I had never seen before. I did not, 
I call myself, you know, Brianna Keep a Man Hobson. Brianna Keep a Man Hobson had no man. I lost all of my friends, all of them. I had um, a loss of a close, um, a close, a close friend. I lost my papa. And again, for somebody who's not used to being sad, for somebody that's so used to being social and always being, you know, the social butterfly and being happy, it was like I was thrown on the opposite end of the spectrum, and I did not know how to deal with it. Mind you, this was like within a three-month span. But what I also recognize is I'm so thankful for those challenges because if I didn't have those challenges, if I didn't have those obstacles, if I didn't have those roadblocks in the middle of my journey, I would not be at the finish line that I am right now. And I won't even call it a finish line. I'll call it a little water break station. So if I did not have those put in front of me, I would not be at my water break right now. So I'm thankful because even though it was hard, I got through it. And if I let my perfectionism destroy me, and if I let myself think, oh, look at you, you don't have this, and look at everybody else, you know, they have a man. I mean, I used to be the person that when Valentine's Day was coming around the corner, I'm looking around, I'm like, shit, who's going to be my Valentine? This year, I'm happy to say I'm my fucking Valentine because I've changed my mindset. And perfectionism to me was, you know, Look on Instagram, you have, um, you know, you have the, the perfect relationship and you put your flowers and stuff on there. I mean, let's get into even talking about Instagram. When I used to, you know, be on Instagram, I never posted a picture without a filter. If I posted my picture and it didn't get enough likes, I'm deleting it. And so I've even retrained myself. I even um, put up on my vision board and I said, it was a quote that said, stop caring what the world thinks of you. And I took that to heart because I recognized that I had turned Instagram almost into this, this persona, this persona of who I wanted to appear as. But what I recognize more and more is that when I show up as my real me, when I show up as the authentic me and I say, you know what, I'm going through some shit too. When I show up and I show my cellulite on my legs and I don't edit them out, I'm showing up for somebody else that is scared to come out as the real dumb. I'm showing up as somebody else that wants to unveil their unperfectionism as well. And not only that, but I had to do it for myself because I was teaching myself to only love this particular version of me. And I was upset that I was teaching myself that honestly because the imperfect version of me I love a million times more. And sometimes I even look in the mirror now and I look in the mirror and I say, you know, I love that this eyebrow has the perfect arch and this other one is fucked up. I love that, you know, I don't know that my stomach's hanging over my pants, whatever imperfection I pick out, but I take the things that I once hated about myself. Oh, for example, I hated to cry. I didn't like to show weakness. My dad used to always say, you know, stop crying before I give you something to cry about. And honestly, low-key in my head, I'm thinking like, shit, fuck, you gave me something to cry about. That's why I'm crying. But <laughs> I had to retrain myself that it's okay to cry, that it's fine with showing tears, it's fine with being sad. And so when I cry now, cry some more. I look in the mirror, I say, cry some more, girl. Because obviously there's something in your heart, there's emotion in your heart that needs to get out. And so I say all of this to say, 
be okay with not being that perfect version of yourself because the beauty in the imperfection is the beauty of your journey. And without the journey, how will you get to the destination? But more so, when you get to the destination, if you're always looking for just another mountain to climb, you'll never be satisfied with the mountain you climbed before. So sit in that space of celebrating the small wins. Even if it's not, you know, you know, you solve the cure for cancer, even if it's not this big, huge win. I mean, right now I'm trying to become a morning person. So instead of beating myself up every day and saying, you know, you lazy bum, wake up a little bit earlier or shit, you did it again. You know, you missed your alarm. I celebrate the fact that I got up without having to snooze my alarm 20 times. I celebrate the fact that maybe I was five minutes earlier. Maybe I slept a little bit better. But finding something to celebrate and something to be grateful for will allow you to appreciate your imperfection even more. And as you even grow to realize, you'll start to see the perfectionism in a lot of people around you. I mean, sometimes I even have to check myself at work. And again, you know, I'm not going to lie to you. It's not something that's easy. I mean, I'm still checking myself right now. And I mean, I had um, a perfect example where I had um, created like some sales sequencing at work. And right off the bat, you know, my coworker, she comes back and she says, hey, can we change this line? And in my head, I'm like, you fucking bitch. Like, I did this sequencing and here you are finding something wrong with it. And I got so angry. And I had to check myself and say, Brianna, let's, let's take a moment to review this. You're not mad at your coworker. You're mad because you wanted it to be right. You're mad because you didn't want there to be a mistake with it. You wanted it to, to all be perfect. And so I know my coworker wasn't sitting over there thinking like, oh, this stupid bitch, why would she put this line in there? Or, or she's so dumb, she's so dumb. But it's like that was the most immediate thought that came to my head. So I am still struggling with this. I'm struggling with it every day. But I'm also making myself aware. And I think that that is the biggest step that you can do is one, be aware recognize when you're showing up and trying to be a perfectionist and number two correct it correct yourself so instead of you know starting with that negative self-talk instead of you know being upset because you made a mistake what can you celebrate out of the situation what can you thank yourself for i mean shoot you made five emails that were paragraphs long and you had one sentence that maybe she didn't like celebrate the fact that all the rest of them were great celebrate the fact that you know that you didn't know what you were doing at all and you, and you got it anyway. So finding things to celebrate as well, but most of all recognizing that perfectionism impedes improvement and progress is what you should strive for over perfection. And so before we conclude today's episode, I have a new segment for you all called a laugh for your ass. And what the laugh for your ass is, is I love a good pun. So I wanna start telling a pun at the end of all of my episodes and today's pun is why did the dentist and manicurist get a divorce and I ask you one more time why did the dentist and manicurist get a divorce are you ready for the answer they kept fighting tooth and nail <laughs> oh I love a good pun but <laughs> anyways that concludes today's episode of what's really up thank you again for joining me and this concludes another episode of What's Really Up. I'm your host, Brianna Hobson. Thank you for tuning in and thank you for your time. 
As always, make sure that you like, subscribe, and comment. I also invite you to join whatsreallyup.com where you can stay up to date with our latest episodes, view any of the products that I've mentioned, and join in on community discussions. But most of all, buckle up, because I'll be talking to you again soon for another episode of What's Really Up.